0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the King of the Mat Podcast. I'm Josh Decatur. I'm Alex Funderberg. And we're here to promote the sport of wrestling through passion, mental toughness, positive
1: thinking, and enthusiasm. So in this episode, we're going to recap the previous weekend. We're going to talk about the favorite match that we've seen in person. I uh, will give a little bit of a preview with the Bill Farrell uh, senior tournament, as well as a preview of what matches in the NCAA season are going on this upcoming weekend.
0: Yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. Don't forget to uh, give us a quick follow on Twitter at King of the Mat PC. That's uh, King, of, King of the Mat PC. Give us a quick follow. We're still going to do a contest after we get our first 100 followers. We're going to pick a random follower. And i uh, send them out a, a a free pair of nice wrestling shoes. So uh, hop on it. Give us a follow at King of the Mat
1: PC. All right, we're going to go ahead and get started here. First thing we're going to cover is the last weekend's recap. Um, so we're going to get started with Ohio State taking on Stanford. Uh, there are several good matches uh, throughout this uh, duel. Ohio State had several come from behind victories and ended up winning nine matches to the one. Um, was there a certain match that that you were most hyped about there, Josh?
0: Um. Yeah. Um. Honestly, I, I was really excited to see Colin Moore score a lot of points. Uh, he, he wrestled really well. Uh, you know, getting that major decision over uh, uh, a tough opponent in Nathan uh, Traxler, being you know ranked twelfth in the country, that was a, that was a lot of a lot of points he scored there. Like you said, uh, a few weeks uh, or a week ago, maybe. Uh, how excited you were for 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 Colin Moore to to be challenged early into the season, right? So uh, I, I think I think I was really excited to see him score a lot of points and get that nineteen and eight major decision. What about you? what
1: about you? Yeah, I mean the match the night hands down had to be Luke Pletcher versus Real Woods. I mean oh, going course. into the the duel, I think that one was the most anticipated match. Um and ended up happening second where during the match so being there in the crowd, I mean, first of all, just taking a step back, the Cavelli Center is super nice facility. Um I don't there's not a bad seat in the house like no matter right. where you're sitting at you you're going you're gonna gonna to get a good team. viewpoint
0: of uh, exactly it's pretty sweet yeah what I I like um I like the fact that it, it it's it's not as uh like it's 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 um it's not a lot of space like in the in the in the arena so it, it's 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 like that old school feeling of of everyone being right there on the mat and and you know, it gets really loud in that in that arena. I'm sure it got super loud when when Pletcher was able to, to finish and get that takedown in overtime, huh?
1: Yeah, definitely. It. I'm sure it was a lot louder on the mat when you're in the center, opposed to the, the outside. Um, but yeah, going going back to the match, not too much happened throughout. Um, the the first, second, and third period, you kind of saw them staying a little bit conservative, not trying to uh, give up the, that big move. Um, I know Riel Woods, during his interview, uh, predicted that there's going to be some fireworks, and they're absolutely worried. It just came in overtime. And so throughout the match, you saw Pletcher get in a couple times on a, a shot but was unable to finish. Um, they both got their escape, chose down, and got their escape. And then in overtime, that's, I mean, so Luke Pletcher is known for winning matches three to two, you know, just getting that one takedown. And he's so hard to score on. Right. Um, most of the time, I, I felt like, all right, th- this is in Luke's favor. But when he's like the favorite to win it, like, and, and probably you, you didn't expect that match to go in the overtime because it was like a, the Number one ranked guy versus I, I'm not positive on what real woods is ranked, but it's like in the in the tens in the teens, yeah. Um, he
0: was uh coming into the match, real woods was ranked 15th, but honestly, I, I uh, he was a dark, dark horse of mine, yeah. In the 141 pound weight class. I don't think, was he the dark horse I chose? I think he's definitely, was. I think he was. Um, you know, he's a guy who I know who I knew uh coming into the season was going to have a, a big year. He's a stud. Uh, he had a great, great wrestler year. So, you know, with that 15th ranking, um, I think that's, that's you know, when, you know, the rankings, you know, start to come a little bit too much into uh, just their ability. You know, I, I feel as if those are just two, two, you know, two brawlers out there just getting after it and, and wrestling hard, two high-level guys. But like you said, you know, Luke Pletcher, you're the favorite, you're number one guy. Uh, You know, it may be a little bit of a, uh, of the shock to see someone on paper uh give him give him a good match like that but but real Woods is 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 he just showed that he is uh, a force to be reckoned in the 140 pound forty one pound weight class. Uh what a great match that was. What a great finish, you know. Go 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 through I wasn't there but I was able to watch the match uh over. I didn't see it live either. I, I wasn't watching live uh I was coming home from Cleveland State and everything that day. Uh but but, but, go through that that finish, like the, yeah, the, absolutely. The, the overtime, so
1: was... with real woods, I definitely think he he's he's good, and he's gonna he's gonna be an all american i'll I'll say that, um he definitely impressed me, and the one thing that he, he impressed me on in and um during the match was. He didn't lose his composure. He came into a hostile environment, Ohio State, number three-ranked team against the number one-ranked guy. I'm pretty sure this is – no, he had a tournament uh, the prior weekend. But this was like the, the first two weekends of the se- his freshman season, and he didn't make a dumb freshman mistake. He wrestled tough throughout the whole match. And so they go the overtime, and I, I had – I was kind of – I got a feeling. Like I was like, I don't like this for Luke. You thought that he would have won in, in regulation. Um, and then Real Woods gets in on a night. I believe it was a low single. Gets in deep, and I, was, I thought that it was over. Um, Luke Pletcher, man, he's so hard to score on. He gets a whizzer in, fights it off, and then does the, the, the signature. Dive for the ankle, throw it over his head, come out the back um and it it 's not like any of this was happening fast either. it was battling yeah. through the position
0: yeah um, right that was a such a long scramble
1: uh i mean even
0: at the end you know when they both had each other's, each other, each other's uh leg and and Luke started to uh, get high and come up and and uh it looked look looked like um uh, he was going going to win the position it was sweet to see. Uh, even when he did go to go to a trip and score, real it had to be reviewed, right? Because real Woods kept yeah. wrestling. He popped up right away. You know, it was
1: it was that was fun to watch. Really yeah, fun if, to watch. If, if what there's any scramble. point to take away from this match, it's never stop wrestling. I, I think you right. do see that a lot in high school, in overtime or even in regulation. Someone gets in deep on a leg, and they just kind of they give up and and go to their belly. Where Blue right. Fletcher did a great job wizarding Keep it, like, knowing exactly, all right, I got to keep his hand off my hip, otherwise he's going to seat me down. Um, So, lifting his hand up, keeping wrist control, keeping that wizard diving for the ankle, coming up with it to his own single leg, and then for that split second, that's all it takes is no reaction time. Um, He gets to take down. Stanford did review it, but, I, I mean, I think it was the right call. Oh yeah, Riel Woods. He was ready to go. He was he was back in the center of the mat, um, kind of pacing, hopping around, and then he also took the loss well. Um, he kind of give gave Luke that little bro hug there. Um, like a good match.
0: A little, it was yeah, a Good sport about
1: it. It was a good match. It, it was, was a freshman versus a senior, and he was obviously happy with his performance. Oh, uh, he
0: probably you know gave him a nice little little tap on the back, letting him know I'll be back. Yeah, exactly. we'll we'll have another <laughs> round. You know, that's exciting. That's exciting. This uh, high level wrestling is just you know fun to watch and and fun to be, fun to just be a part of. And I'm glad you were able to to experience that that live and, and be inside of the the arena and, and be able to see such a crazy, electric, fine match. Oh yeah, and then.
1: As the crowd, as soon as he gets that takedown, man, that place erupted. You had yeah. you had Luke give the old little flex and high five oh, yeah. to his coaches because he took him down right there in the corner.
0: On the air. On the, uh, Jay was pumped. And, and daggers, all oh, the whole the whole crew. Uh, it looked like really exciting.
1: Yeah. Um. So so next match was, was right in the Sammy Sasso, and remember at the previous weekend at Michigan State, he tacked or pinned everybody, all right. the way through the final, right. So he actually had a, a tough match, um, with his guy. I'm going to try and, and say that name again. Uh yeah. Van der Meer. Um. He only won three to one. He he was. Don't get me wrong. He was in control that entire match. Uh. Requeer, it seemed like he was getting in on his legs, but it almost looked like Sammy was uh, kind of baiting him into it and trying to do that signature Jagger's cradle where he sits to his hip and steps over mm-hmm. and kind of locks up that cradle. It seemed like he kept trying to go to that but wasn't able to, to secure it. Um, either way, he does pull out the win there 3-1. to one. And then right. you, you saw several other matches – um, yeah. How about high. that? Uh, yeah. Oh, I'm go sorry. Ahead. Go ahead. I
0: did cut you off. No, go ahead. That, the match right after that with 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 uh, Elijah Cleary and getting a getting a dub in in overtime. That was pretty pretty sweet and and exciting. He had a he had to go on a nice little comeback in the third period. They were scoring a lot of take scoring what two takedowns to, to uh, send it in overtime at the end of regulation,
1: right? Yeah, uh, he got taken down and they were riding him pretty good that entire. Uh, the match, and then the guy just tired himself out from the top position, and mm-hmm. um, he he came back. He got two takedowns late, sending in the overtime, and then you could just tell the guy was gassed and he had no confidence. And uh, we were able to get the come from behind win. Another Excellent. guy that was great was Caleb Romero with his double legs. Man, he's a beast. Um, hey, he was- had a great. I went with my buddy from high school and growing up after every single I would go to these events with my dad all the time and whether it was just Ohio State Duel if it was just my high school team when I was in second or third grade or wherever we went to watch my dad would always ask me after every single event what's one thing that you took away what's one thing that you learned oh. um, so I asked my buddy that and he said with with Caleb Romero's uh, he would like level change so he'd be tied up and kind of like a Kyle Snyder You're kind of clear of the hands, but he's not like backing away. Backing away, right to his shot,
0: right. Yeah, what a what a great athlete Ramiro is. Uh, He was all state football and all state baseball player, if I'm not mistaken, uh, in high school. Definitely all state football player. He was a beast. Took his team really far into the playoffs his senior year, playing quarterback. He was like all everything. But uh, you know his style of wrestling shows you know how athletic of of a of a of a guy he is. I'm really excited for him. Uh, to see him hit stride and and uh, you know gain some confidence at this weight class and gain some confidence at this division one uh, level level wrestling, I think uh, the sky's the limit for him because of how talented he is. And those double legs are sweet, like you said, like your buddy said, with uh, you know him not backing up before you know breaking breaking the tie or backing up before before penetrating into his double leg. Instead, when they broke the tie, he took a step forward or went into his level change, you know level change, whether it may, be, it may may have been a, a just quick level change fake, uh, you know, a quick level change fake right into his shot or just a quick drop, you know, like you said, shot right into his double leg, penetrating his, into his double leg. Uh, that's exciting to watch. And, and he, 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 but he pulled a, quite a few of those double legs off during that match, huh?
1: Yeah. Yeah, they were yeah. all beautiful. Right. Last double. Uh, you got any other matches from Ohio State that you want to highlight?
0: Well, uh, you know, those were the most uh, exciting matches on Ohio State's side. Of course, Ohio State, you know, they did lose a match. Uh, Shane, Shane Griffith was tough, tough. Shane Griffith uh, getting a pin. And transition, you know, Reed and Smith, that was such a sweet and such a smooth cradle. You know, they just, you know, the takedown, just a quick, quick. What was that? Sweet takedown, just a sick, you know, transition into throwing the boot and, and uh, I, I, Ethan stepped stepped up with his outside leg, I think, and he locked that locked that far side cradle up pretty quickly, huh? Yeah, you're I mean, you, you a cradle move.
1: guy, so yeah, damn, yeah, yeah, that, right. That's exactly what my <laughs> move was in, yeah. in high school and college. I'd get that boot in, um, and as soon as they step up, man, you got you lock that in. You bring you get them to bring their head to their knee, yeah, or their knee to the head. You lock that in, and party's over. Right, and
0: and he, I mean, just it was so smooth because it was it was transitioning right. Like he went from you know grabbing, you know, getting securing the takedown, slipping the boot in, and then locking it up within like
1: three to four seconds. Yeah, if it, was, I had it. it was pretty. You quick. know, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was like really he, quick. He, it was he got the boot in, and Ethan Smith being so strong that he is was just standing up with it. And mm-hmm. I mean, if, like you bring that knee to your head against a cradle cradle guy, they're gonna lock that up. Right. It was almost it was almost as if Ethan Smith was standing
0: up to to prevent the takedown, you know, because of how fast, how quick the transition was. And all within that, all all, all within uh, Smith going to 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 stop the, the takedown uh, transition uh, with the takedown itself, Griffith Griffith was, was able to transition in the. Slipping that boot and just you know taking that cradle over, it was it was it was pretty sweet highlight. Not gonna lie, not good from a, from a Buckeyes, but <laughs> but it was still pretty pretty uh pretty sweet transition right there.
1: Yeah. So moving on, uh, Penn State got their season started versus Navy. Uh, Penn State pretty much dominated every single match. Uh, they had several pins with Mark Hall with Kasar. Um, but one of the, the most anticipated matches from that duel was seeing how Kyle Cannell um, w- would kick it off. What are your thoughts yeah. on him?
0: First of all, uh, you know, I'm excited just for, for him as a person. Uh, you know, Kyle is such a he's such a, great, such a great guy. Him and his, his older brother, uh, Otis, who I got to know over the years, just, you know, great family. Such a genuinely just good guy. So, you know, I'm excited to see him get that year of eligibility and be able to wrestle uh, over with the Knitley Lions. So, uh, with that being said, what a, it was a barn burner of a match he had. A really close match. Uh, was able to pull it off at the end, hold on at the end. Uh, I think as the season goes on, I think a lot of that had to do with just uh, with with being out, with, with you know, not, not competing. For a while, I think he's getting back into the swings of th- swing of things. Uh, to open up a match, open up your first first year, first first match after f- wrestling in over a year, right? Competing in over a year. Uh, yeah, was just
1: about a year
0: on an hour on an hour way in dual meet. Uh, it's not easy wrestling in you know, in, for, for the Nittany Lions at a, at a in a in a environment like that. Definitely not easy. And I, with with that being said, he was able to still get the the win and. Uh, and 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 kick off his his season as a as a Nittany Lion. Um, I don't know how I feel about him, you know, being Penn State and no, But no, at the end of the day, I'm I'm excited for him. The match itself, though, um, what? Like I said, I think he'll he'll just continue to to build and and grow and so, solidify that the number three ranking and, and and more if um as the season goes on. Possibly. What do you think?
1: Yeah, so with, with his match, I definitely think that he has some rust to shake off. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, it, it's been about a year since he's competed. Um, he's definitely trying to get healthy. Um, and I'm sure he does have a, a, a tough weight cut down to 197. But with all that being said, I think when the performance he put on in Cleveland, I think everything just lined up with, for, for him perfect. I think that that was his tournament, and um, by all means, he, he helped Penn State win that national championship, and now he's wrestling for him. But with him coming in <laughs> and being the third-ranked guy.
0: That was smooth. <laughs> <laughs> he literally did. Uh, I'm taking Colin Moore out twice. Yeah,
1: yeah. With him being the third-ranked guy at the, the beginning of the season here, I think that he's going to have some woes. He, he's used to wrestling at Kent State with their schedule um, w- without the, the demanding practices that they have there at Penn State. And I know he gets some one-on-one time and, and kind of works around his own schedule and his own health. But I think... Wrestling a Big Ten schedule that Penn State has against Iowa, against Ohio State, against all the Minnesota, all these tough teams. You're not really getting those easy matches once in a while that you did at Kent State. Um, so, I mean, I'm still hesitant on him. I'm not sold, especially after that tough performance where he does squeak out a win. I, I think the score is four to three. Um but I'm I'm still predicting at at this point that he, he's not gonna live up live up to his preseason ranking uh of number three.
0: Hey, I could yeah, you know, I could see see where you're coming from there. Um and, and with with him with him definitely having a big, big tournament in Cleveland uh a few years ago. I think the sky's the limit for him if he was able to have a big tournament in Cleveland wrestling for Kent State. Uh, going flashes. No, nothing against going state. I'm just, just keeping it, keeping it real. Um, keeping it real with you all. With you know, there's, there's definitely a, a difference between Kent State and Penn State, and I think, um, you know, sky's the limit for him being able to train with with some of the guys that he's able to train with there, over at Penn State, and and, and also be trained by Kale Sanderson. So. I don't know. I think I we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. T- yeah. Time
1: will tell. I'm not going to come out and say that at all. I think he, he he's trash. That's not what I'm saying whatsoever. <laughs> I, I still think that there's a great chance that he's going right. to be All-American. Uh, I'm not saying, like, he doesn't no deserve to be wrestling at Penn State. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, I just right. don't think that he's going to live up to, to placing third to or placing, higher. Placing third or higher, for sure. That's what I'm saying.
0: So, yeah. So, I guess that'll, that'll be something we we, we see come March.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm definitely excited for it. I want to see him kind of wrestle some of those other tough 197 pounders in that big ten. Uh so moving on here, there there are some several huge upsets at the journeyman um tournament there. Starting it off right away, uh Zaheed Valencia versus Taylor Venz. Taylor Venz gets out to a lead, takes Valencia down, um Valencia gets an escape, gets the takedown at the end of the period, which ultimately will help decide the match. Um, And Valencia ends up winning 8-7. But when you look at the match and you actually watch this one, Taylor Venn's beat him in the takedown battle, outscoring him with three takedowns opposed to two. Where Zahid really won this match was the timing of his takedowns, getting it at the end of the period and then keeping, not allowing the escape, um, as well as at the end of regulation. Uh, it looked like Taylor Venz was about to get a reversal for the win as time expired.
0: Yeah, that's uh, – do you think any of that has to do with, with, with uh, bumping up, with, with this Zahid bumping up? Uh, I, do,
1: I do think so. Um, I don't think it will for him in March. I think it's still getting used to the weight class, having guys being a little bit stronger. And right. then, um, I mean, I think I just, I just think Taylor Venz is that tough.
0: Oh, I see. I see. Yeah. That, that's what I was going to, that was the other question. I was going to say the other side of it, you know, or do you think, you know, Taylor Venz is really just, you know, that guy and, and, um, is, and is, um, you know, really going to, be able to push the heat throughout the season, so I mean, that's exciting. Um, there were you know a bunch of other you know big matches at the journeyman. Uh, a lot of, I mean, he had Jacory team and losing, getting upset in the first round. First round, uh, he's a he's a guy who uh, bumping up, going up a weight class from forty nine to fifty seven. Uh, wrestling, you know, just jumping in there this redshirt freshman year. Uh, a lot of promise out of New York, uh, wrestling out you know with with Arizona State. Took a tough loss, tough loss in you know opening round round of the journeyman. Uh, I mean, and then you had a uh, you had a lot of lot of studs. Sammy Alvarez, wow, did he did he uh, show up uh, you know, at the at the at the journeyman? You know, the one hundred and thirty three pound weight class wrestling, yeah, as a true true freshman.
1: Uh, so. I want to jump in here with the Ja'Cory-Teamer match oh, real quick. Real yeah, quick. my bad. I'm, I'm bouncing good. off everything. Go no, ahead. go I, ahead. I want, do you thing. get on a roll. I want you to keep going, but I, I do yeah. just want to give my, my two cents here. So, Justin McCoy out of Virginia beat Ja'Cory-Teamer, mm-hmm. and it looked like Ja'Cory kind of came up limping, something with his knee, um, not knowing how serious that injury was, um, but it definitely affected how, how he wrestled. But even before that, it looked like Justin McCoy – Um, it was taking them down and it was kind of, uh, giving him a match, but I do think that the, the injury kind of played a a little factor into it. Um, so Mm -hmm. I I like to see how that pans out. Will, will he be out several weeks Uh, how significant this injury is? Yeah,
0: that is, is, um, that's, you know, it's interesting, a long season, which is, which is exciting, you know, uh, as, I, as I'm going through, just talking about these different upsets, I'm like, man, I wonder what the, the next upsets will be this, this next week and so forth because it's such a long season and it's such high-level wrestling. You know, you're pretty much just throwing the best best wrestlers in the country, best amateur wrestlers in the country growing up into one, uh, one hat and just pulling, picking names, you know, picking names and saying, let's go. Let's see you two get after. Let's see you two get after. Let's see who's the best of the best. And because of that, there's gonna be a lot of a lot of a lot of um, upsets. Because if you're not if you're not at your best, you can take a L from from you know anyone at that level. So, wow, it's gonna yeah. A lot so go upsets. back to
1: what you were talking about with uh with Kramer and Sammy Alvarez.
0: Yeah. Okay. So yeah, let me tell you. um So. My bad. I'm over here pulling up some different notes and everything, but Josh Kramer out of uh, Arizona State in the 133 pound weight class showed up and showed out as well as um, true freshman Sammy Alvarez. Josh Kramer beat four different ranked wrestlers at uh, at the at the journeyman, which was you know, pretty pretty exciting to see. You know, knocking off a number 19, 15, 12, and ten rank wrestler, all, all at the, at the journeyman. That's that's, that's pretty impressive. I tell you what, you know, that's a barn burner of a tournament to, start to you know for you know, to to open up a season, for for the beginning of the season, tournament wise, and and he showed out, and but uh, the thing is, Sammy Alvarez actually beat Kramer to To win that to win that bracket, and as a true freshman, wrestling out of record Rutgers, uh, that's that's pretty exciting to see, which is why, you know, going into it, he, uh, uh, I guess we'll, we'll talk later on for for that for that segment, but but I tell you what, Sammy Alvarez, even you know, he, I guess he, he got a, he tops Josh Kramer in that thirty three pound weight class at the journeyman because he I mean, he beat him, he beat Kramer who 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 alvarez also beat he beat a couple of uh solid opponent, opponents as well he beat a i mean uh alvarez yeah he he definitely beat a he beat a couple of of uh high level kids as well you know not only did he beat kramer who was on the roll uh he also had had big wins as well over uh number twelve magico out of oklahoma and number ten fellman out of lock so uh the sky's the limit for, for, for those two young studs, and I'm excited to see how they do in the 133 pound weight class throughout the season. That's, uh, that's, that's Sammy Alvarez out of uh, Rutgers and um, Josh Kramer out of Arizona State.
1: Yeah, so um, there are some other upsets here at the Journeyman Open as well. You had Lou Dupreeze out of Binghamton who defeated Ben Darmst, number two-ranked Ben Starmstead of Cornell. Louis yeah, ranked 10th. An
0: Ohio guy.
1: Yeah. Uh, and then also another uh, big upset was number 22, Andrew Morgan out of Campbell, beat number two-ranked Nino Bronic. Oh, man, my handwriting's bad. Uh, how do you say his last name? Um, uh, Bonacorsi. Yeah, Bonacorsi out of Pittsburgh. Yeah. Uh, so th- those were some also big upsets as well. And then you also had Tate Orandoff out of Utah Valley who beat two top ranked guys, top 5 ranked guys with Jordan Wood and Tanner Hall. I mean, there were a lot of upsets at this tournament that I kind of I may have overlooked how good this tournament was coming into the week.
0: Yeah, there was a lot of high level um you know wrestlers a lot
1: of a lot of great, you know, solid
0: teams at this <laughs> tournament. Uh, especially this early on in the season. i you will know, be looking forward to the to the Cliff Clean Clean coming up oh, yeah. in a couple of one in in uh December. That'll be a fun one as well. Uh to to talk about and, and look over. Probably look 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 over that one more a little bit more extensively, uh because the Buckeyes will be there, but <laughs> that'll <laughs> yeah. be that'll be fun to There's talk about here in a couple of weeks. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But
1: uh, anything also, else you got? Yeah, also oh. at the Journeyman, you saw um, Dom Demas lose his number one spot to Luke Pletcher uh, last week. So mm-hmm. Dom Demas comes back to this tournament and puts on a show. He wrestles Chad Red out of Nebraska. Yeah. Wow. Pins him. Yeah, how can
0: we not mention that? My goodness, that was crazy. The way he pinned him like, right off the like beginning of the match too, right? Yeah. Was it was that the very very beginning? He just took what he wanted, went straight and what was it? Uh man, what how did he transition into that? He just went straight to a underhook, I think. Just bun rushed him with an underhook and then uh he stepped into a headlock or something, straight to yeah, his back. He it was stepped wow. into
1: it, put him right to his back and straight to his back over.
0: Yeah. Just just man. And that was a pretty pretty highly anticipated match. Uh pretty, pretty intriguing match. Uh there's I'd nothing. like to see that one again. I'd like yeah, to see that one again. Absolutely. Because, because those two styles, are chow- Chad Red's really slick, smooth, can get to a leg, can score from all three positions. And Dom Demas is is really slick and smooth, but from a – I mean, he's a little bit more physical. And, I mean, hey, it showed. It showed there. So I'm excited to see if those two can get another round in or not later on in the season.
1: Yeah, hopefully that could be a pot. I – I don't know if they'll meet up anyway along the season – um, but hopefully, that's a match we'll see at the next tournament, yeah. right? Right. So moving on here, talking about some of our favorite matches. One of the ask, you, actually, you came up with this question. I won't even take credit for it. Uh, you want to um, go ahead and ask it?
0: Actually, I did not come t- come up with this question. Um, who come came up with this? I mean, yeah, I technically I did for for this segment, but um. The person who came up with this, with this question was, was Nico Megaludis. He uh, he tweeted. He Nico Megaludis, uh, you know, great you know, national champ professor at uh, Penn State. Uh, did he win that? Did he win? Yeah, win, he, yeah he, went, won. he won he one. Won one. He won one. Yeah, yeah, he won one at, at OSU. I mean, uh, at, at P- PSU, Penn State, not OSU. Um. Anyways, he he tweeted out. Uh couple of days ago, you know, what was your favorite match of all time? And and he said that his was nineteen ninety three World Championship between Terry Brands and Jesus Wilson. And um I, I I felt as if this would be perfect for to talk about this, you know, use this as uh take that uh, as a little segment here in our King of the Mat podcast. So yeah, um no question question for you uh, that, well, that we're both asking each other is uh, we put a little spin to it as well. You know, what's our favorite matches, you know, we've ever witnessed live, you know, being there, you know, to, you know, whether it may have been wrestling at the youth level, middle school level, high school or college, or just been there spectating, um, you know, watching someone else, you know, watching a different level or somewhere else or watching internationally. So you want to go first or you want me to take it?
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll go first. I, I,
0: yeah, so, I'm looking forward to this. Let's, let's, yeah. Shoot it. Shoot it. Let's so, it.
1: Favorite match I've seen in person with my own two eyes. I believe the year was 2009 at the NCAA championships. I, I go quite often with my dad. Um, so I think I was in eighth grade, 2009. It was Brent Metcalf versus Darian Caldwell. So, kind of you know, leading up to this uh, this match, I mean, Brent Metcalf is just an animal. He, yeah. he, he's destroying everybody uh, throughout the year. He, he was almost kind of like, a, all right, he's going to win for sure. Like, no when when you're going through Pencil, all the weight man. classes, like, he's probably the number one guy. All right, he's got it in the bag.
0: No um, doubt. He's a beast. He couldn't, Palmer couldn't beat him. Like, Bubba uh,
1: Jenkins.
0: Yeah, he just uh, – he was I mean, I think I think Burroughs wrestled him. Jordan Burroughs he was younger when he yeah. wrestled McCaff, but still he was
1: taking out everyone back then. And he was mean. He didn't, <laughs> yeah, he he was. didn't care. He was that, mean. He's gonna go after. I was style all.
0: wrestling. Yeah, yep. for seven minutes just pounding you. But I'm
1: sorry. Go on. Yeah. Uh so Brent Metcalf, just mean dude, going it's a brawl the entire seven minutes. He's gonna go in there, he's gonna beat you up, he's gonna tire you out, he's gonna try and embarrass you. What a lot of people didn't know was Darian Caldwell kind of came up real quietly. He was undefeated himself. I think going into that match, they were both like thirty-seven and zero, both undefeated. So it's not like um, Darian, Darian Caldwell's, Caldwell's right was like, a, was was going to be a pushover or yeah, or or was like this eight or eight or tenth ranked guy. I mean, he was he's either the two or three seed. So Darian Caldwell comes out and takes the match to Brent Metcalf headlocks him, takes him down, um, gets in several scrambles where he comes out the win. Uh, he, he, just just he, out-wrestling him. Was, just, in all positions, on, on feet, in the hand whoo. fight, on bottom he gets out right away, on top he, he gets riding time on Brett Metcalf, um, even at the, the very end of the match. And so being there, and with, with Darren Caldwell winning – Kept Ohio State's championship hopes alive. If Mike Basilo would have won against Jake Herbert, Ohio State would have won the national championship. Uh, But with that win, I think Iowa solidified uh, the national championship, or or, with later with uh, Jake Herbert beating Mike Basilo. But Darian Caldwell opens it up for Ohio State, uh, beats him in convincing fashion. Uh, Uh, At the end of the match, he goes to do his little celebration to the backflip. Uh, Brett Metcalf <laughs> pushes him. The whole crowd, like whole crowd, was booing, and oh, you, you didn't know what was about to happen if there was going to be more of a fight or not. Darian Caldwell popped the right back up and kept celebrating. And um, at one of his in this post match interview, he said a great quote. So, like I mentioned at the beginning of the story, Brett Metcalf was the heavy favorite, heavy mm-hmm. favorite, just dominating everybody. And Darian Caldwell is also undefeated. His quota at, in the, his post interview was it, it wasn't like I came into the mat I went to a gunfight with a knife. I had every right to win that match than he did. Right. And, and I, I think
0: I, – well, I'm sorry. Dude, I'm good. Go ahead. A lot of that, uh, which is crazy now looking back at it because NC State is very relevant and very much a, a, a great team. Um, I was going to say a lot of that. I think uh um, I had to do a lot with the fact that NC State wasn't back then wasn't that that good. They weren't considered to be that good of a team. Right. Um and Iowa, of course, they won the national championship that year and this was the, the best wrestler on paper on that on that team. Yeah. Uh so I mean this is Metcalf's senior year if I'm not mistaken. So he was supposed to walk through
1: Yeah, that was his this, senior year. He
0: was supposed to walk through this tournament. He had already won before, you know. So, so
1: after this match, I think I, I was in like eighth grade, like I said, and I either like went to the, the bathroom in between matches and I, we came out and I saw Darian Caldwell's parents in the hallway. Um, they were all celebrating. They were waiting for Darian to, to, to come up and, and give him the, the hug. And we were taught, talk- I stopped it with my buddy and we were talking with them and uh, we wanted to get his autograph, so we, we stuck around. And so we watched Darren Caldwell come up, see his parents for the very first time, giving them a big old hug, like they're, they're crying, they're congratulating him. And in the middle of that, his mom stops and says, hey, these boys, these boys, you have to give your autograph to these boys, uh, referring to us. So I got Darren Caldwell to sign my Buckeye shirt. He signs it Darren Caldwell, and I had him put on there, I beat Metcalf."
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's sweet, man. And what a cool story, though. Like I didn't. Um, I was excited to see. Uh, because we talked about this before. Uh, before this conversation, and uh, I had already got excited, excited, and told you, you know, my favorite match.
1: Yeah, so and, let's uh, hear.
0: It. So my favorite match. Um, of all time. That, but uh, like I said, to go back. With that being said, though, uh, I was really excited to see. Uh, you didn't tell me mine. I mean uh yours. So I was really excited to see that match. Uh what Matthew say? Had no idea you were there because I've watched that match so many times on YouTube. Like I remember watching it live and just freaking out when I was younger. But my favorite match uh that I've ever witnessed live happened in like high school. Like I watched this match in high school and it was like pretty it was insane. It was the match was uh, it was I think it was a quarter finals. Uh, either the quarter or semifinals at the uh, Walsh Ironman. I was maybe a sophomore junior in high school. Um, and Nate Tomasello, a high school teammate of mine, uh, was wrestling Zeke Moisey, who was wrestling. Uh, so Nate Tomasello was wrestling for, Nate, for CBCA at the time. And Zeke Moisey was wrestling for Bethlehem Catholic, a uh, pretty, pretty solid team out of PA. Uh, and those two went at it. Uh, coming uh, the very first, very beginning of the match. I mean, Zeke, Zeke was was a couple years younger. Uh, Nate was a clear favorite, clear cut favorite. And the match really wasn't supposed to be too close at all. Nate was supposed to pretty much pour it on him. But the very first what minute into the match, Zeke takes uh gets in on Nate's legs. He gets in on Nate's legs like twice, like early into the match. Like he was like, whoa, what the heck? And, um, and they go out of bounds. Never doesn't score, but it's like whoa. And he gets in on Nate's leg, the, the, like the third time. This time, he lifts up a single leg, and goes looks up top and goes straight to it to a near side cradle. And locks this bad boy up super tight, right? Super tight. So kind of like he did to
1: Gilman in the semis. Yes. Right?
0: Yes. Yeah. Like almost exactly like he did to Gilman in semis, which is pretty crazy. Um. So he locks his cradle up and puts Nate straight to his back. We're like, "Oh my goodness, the place is going nuts!" Uh, I got my hand in my 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 face in my hands, and I'm, I'm thinking he's about to get decked right here in front of the home crowd. In the year that he was, you know, favorite, you know, clearly favored to win this tournament and, and ranked first in country, and somehow Nate doesn't get pinned. He gets out of it, but he's losing. He's losing, per, losing pretty big. I think he even gets taken down again, so like I mean Nate's like in a big hole, like a seven to one hole, eight to one hole, something like that. This man comes all the way back. The rest of the match cons- like consisted with like was a uh, consist- consisted of Nate just elbow passing straight into a high crotch and taking, taking Zeke down and cutting him. I mean the second period, third period. finally. Nate gets the last, like, in the third, third period, Nate needed to get, like, three takedowns or something. And, I mean, he gets the last two, like, in the last 30 seconds. And finally, he gets the last one. within within the last, like, 10 to 15 seconds of the match, the whole place is going nuts. We're going nuts. Like, we're in the corner going crazy. Coaches are going crazy. He gets the last one. We're screaming, too. And uh, uh, Zeke tries to go face the lace uh, as Nate gets on his high crotch and finishes kind of low on the ground. Zeke tries to look you know, reach over reach over taco, face the lace, steady just landed, He goes, he's right on his back. You uh, know, he lets go of, of Nate's ankle, was screaming too. He gets the two and then gets the pin as well. And it was nuts. I mean, the place just went 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 insane. Nate got up. Nate Nate uh wasn't a guy that showed too much emotion, like like in high school, especially. And Nate got up and went nuts, and you gave a quick fist fist pump, and, and it was just super exciting to see. And uh, but but Fast forward, you know, so that being my favorite match ever, you know, Nate Thompson and Zeke Mosey wrestling in the quarterfinals or uh the quarters or semis at uh, at the Iron Man. You fast forward a couple years later, um, these two wrestled, met up in the for the national championship uh in division one. Uh Nate, you know, his fresh retro freshman year at Ohio State and Zeke Mosey's true freshman year at um at West Virginia if I'm not mistaken right yeah yeah, yeah. yeah at, West, at West Virginia uh Zeke Mosey just came out of nowhere it was I only think he was he was seated in this tournament and just and just put on a show uh and you know made his way all made his made the way all the way to the finals and, and Nate Nate was you know Nate had a couple big wins as well a couple couple upset wins his true freshman year at that tournament to make it to the national finals and and fortunately, I say fortunately because, of course, I was rooting for my, for my old teammate, close friend of mine, Nate, um the was able to get the win and beat him, um, you know, at the, at the college level as well for a national title. So it's just funny. It's like, man, just a couple years ago, I was watching these two wrestle over across the street from CBCA, from my high school at, uh, at Walsh and the Ironman.
1: Uh, quarter, either quarter or semifinals, like I, well, like I keep saying, yeah. but –
0: but man, what an exciting match that
1: was! Yeah, that well, I remember watching that when we were in high school as well, um, and having it like break the internet. It was all over flow, oh. and then it's, it, I think it it's still on YouTube even, today. Like. Yeah, I think it was either on Flow last year or, or somebody brought it back as one of the greatest matches of all time. Oh, what a match it was! So, yeah, it, with that being your your teammate and your close friend there. Um, when when uh, you're emotionally invested in like a, a teammate or a friend, like it, it only makes those matches oh, yeah, better.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, it was man. They, Tom just I can go on for just stories on stories of, 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 of him and how, um, you know, just how great of a guy, how great of a teammate, drill partner of mine. It's just a stand up guy, just a, such a hard worker. But that's that, that, that could be for a different time, a different time,
1: yeah. We, we can, we can say, yeah. That. We might yeah, have something
0: but, up our sleeve Right, there. right. But he will, no doubt. Stay tuned. Uh, I mean, you can also continue to talk about him because he will be wrestling this upcoming weekend.
1: Nice transition. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so going into this weekend's events, we have the Barrel um tournament. And so what implications does this tournament have there? Oh, yeah.
0: So big thing about this tournament, I'm not to mention it just – the fact that it's just a, such a historically uh this big tournament here right in the u s uh, exciting tournament people from all over the country would become to to compete but um what's what else is exciting is the qualifications for it. well what um what after the remedies for after this tournament you the highest placer in each weight class, the highest American placer in each weight class gets an automatic bid to the Olympic trials. So, um, there's a lot, there'll be a lot of studs at this, a lot of young studs who don't already ha- have automatic bids to the trials be at this tournament trying to make their way onto uh, the, the Olympic trials and reach the ultimate awesome goal of being on the Olympic team. So, there'll be a lot of studs at this tournament, a lot of uh, high-level wrestling and, um, at the highest level, at the, at the highest international level, men's level, and There's a lot of uh, wrestlers, a lot of familiar faces who we haven't seen in a while uh, coming back, like Tomasello himself, who I'm so excited and so happy for, um, you know, just to see back on the mat after dealing with some injuries over the past few years, past few months actually, and, um, you know, the sky's the limit for him, and he's such a hard worker, and I know he's going to do a great job, Um, so good luck to him, and good luck to everyone else, but... What are um, some 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 wrestlers or some weight classes that you you may be excited to to watch, Alex?
1: Yeah, so we can go through some of the weight classes. With uh, we won't go through everybody, but no. some of the big game, <laughs> big name guys in each weight class. Uh, so starting out at fifty seven kilograms, uh, we got Nathan Tomasello, Nick Soriano, Seth Gross, and Nashawn Garrett. Who do you like coming out on top of? Uh, what matchups do you like? Who do you see coming out um, on top there? Oh, why are you going to ask me
0: questions like that? Oh, we're oh, hey. we're gonna do this for all the weight. Class. Why you gotta put me on the on the spot with my guy? Uh, listen, <laughs> uh, listen, I it, it don't matter. I'm pulling for Nate Thomasello in any weight class, any tournament that that he is wrestling in. Uh, I am intrigued to see Soriano. Um, you know, wrestle at this at this high level, especially after he's he's got a big win. He's got a win over a world team member. Um, yeah. If 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 anyone, if you, you guys don't know, yes, he he beat him back a couple in the in the summer, uh, he beat the streets. You know, and another I think thing Joe is Joe
1: Colon will be in this weight class too. I didn't mention yeah, him earlier. I think right. He's going to be at it as well. Yeah, and
0: uh, will he be there? Um, I think so. Honestly, I think so. I need to. But but there will be a lot of a lot of exciting matter nation garrett um well, he originally had the spot um before before uh getting an injury there so it'd be exciting as well to see him back in the weight class which is why i think I, I pick him as a favorite um to, to win this weight class this is very hard for me to do because because of the ramifications with well just my just do yeah, with, I mean, with nate you know by like, all this, means this go, for your, really go for your boy. I'm pulling for my boy no matter what. I think they can beat all these dudes. But um I, I think you gotta like just be honest, the fifty-seven kilogram favor going to this weight class though. I'd say uh Nashawn Garrett. What what about you? What do you think?
1: Yeah, dude, I mean looking at all these weight classes, which we'll get into, there's so many good yeah. matchups. Like there's right. so many good ones. There's um, I'm gonna have to go with Nashawn Garrett as well. I am pulling for uh, Thomas Tomasola as well. Hopefully, he, he's back 100% right. healthy. And, uh, I'd love to see him uh, take the championship there. Same, so, course. moving on here 65 kilograms. We got Jordan Oliver, Frank Molinero, Jaden Ironman, Joey McKenna, Bryce Meredith.
0: Man, that's some fire. That's some fire potential matchups right there. I mean, Take wow. your poison. <laughs> I mean, seriously, like that's it's unreal. I'm excited to see Iron wrestle. Um, you, you, know, after I don't know. Has, has he been training consistently with the uh over over at uh over with the Hawkeye Wrestling Club, or is he still in Missouri, uh, like in the area? I would like, has he already made the move. Iowa. Yeah, I'd say. Um,
1: do do not know that for sure, but I would right. imagine so.
0: Yeah. I would like.
1: So Joey McKenna and Jaden Ironman had some mad, some good matches Great in the NCAAs when they were supposed to go in college mm-hmm. um, with Joey McKenna winning. And then they wrestled freestyle, and I believe Jaden Ironman beat McKenna. So I'd love to see that matchup again. I'd like to see Joey McKenna and Bryce Meredith. Um, I think that would be a really good match as well. Oh, but yeah. ha- I'm going to have to go with Jordan Oliver taking the W in this week class.
0: Yeah, he's I I, I I agree as well. Um I was gonna say the same thing because I mean well yeah, say the same same thing as in, you know, him being my my pick for this weight class, but um I, I just think he's a little bit more savvy than these other guys. Uh, I mean him and uh, I mean Molinero's another another high level guy of that uh an Olympic an Olympic team member. Um so um, the sky's the limit for this weight class as well, and you got you got the two older guys, and then the young bucks coming up the realm. So yeah, uh, I'm excited to see who, who takes this weight class as well. Wow, there's some fire at this, some fire matchups at this tournament. Uh, so, man,
1: moving on to the 74 kilograms, we got Mikai Lewis, Isaiah Martinez, Jason Knoll, Chance Marsteller.
0: woo wee. Wow. Jason off going up and wait. Wow. Oh man. I it's hard. It's hard to pick. That's tough. That's tough. My pick. Man. Let's go, Makai Lewis. <laughs> Let's go, Makai Lewis. That's my pick at this way. Or oh, to to be the highest, highest Amer- out of these four. Out of these four, I'm going with Mikai Lewis because he's a gamer. He's a gamer. He knows how to score points, especially from neutral position. He stays in good position. He, I, hey, let's go. I think he's going to be a beast. He just started wrestling. He didn't wrestle freestyle for that long, and he went and won a U23 World Championship.
1: Yeah. I mean, all four so, of these guys. This guy's for him. Yeah. All four of these guys. I'd love to see, like, I'll just, for all of the, the people that we previously mentioned um, and in the, the future, I just I want to see a round robin. I want to see them all wrestle each other. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, but with this, I'm gonna to have to go with Isaiah Martinez. You know, he gave he gave I he believe, a, yeah he gave Jordan yeah. Burrows a good match. Yeah, he did. Uh, he's, they split he's right getting better and better of the um, three matches they split. Burroughs won two of the three. Right. I think
0: so. Well, I mean, if they split, it would have been. Well, wait.
1: Yeah, yeah. So Jordan yeah, Burroughs yeah, yeah. won two right, right, right. of the three. So yeah. Isaiah got
0: um, one win. I did he get a win? I think so, dude. The did... <laughs> sorry, uh, let us know. He uh, got a win. No, I think he did though. Let um, me look it up. Let me make sure.
1: Yeah. So you, you I'm almost. That up. I'll I'm almost. I, about... I'm pretty
0: sure he did though. Either or, either way, like it, it was definitely close matchup. Uh,
1: between I think isaiah martinez has a win over jason north when martinez was at 157 his, his freshman sophomore year when he oh, won yeah. the championship oh yeah Chance remember... he, he's up there too i mean he, he battled back and got third at 165 last year
0: yeah i'm intrigued actually because if you look back at if you if you uh if you remember back a couple years ago um north um Imar was a clear-cut favorite um, in that weight class, and then you have no, no, being a freshman pinned Isaiah Martinez in a dual meet, yeah. um, that year. And you know, later on in that year, they can They had another uh, close match uh, for a national championship. So um, with that being said, I, I'm excited to see. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm excited to see if they those two two meet up, meet up again. At this tournament. They got some like I said, some history. I just want
1: to see a round Robin.
0: <laughs> right,
1: right. Unfortunately, that's not gonna happen. But um Yeah, I'll move on to 86 kilograms. If you if you find that uh result, let us know. Cut me off. Um so 86 kilograms. We have Miles Martin, Alex Daringer, Sammy Brooks, and Foster. Foster Ended up winning the national championship last year uh, at University of Northern Iowa. Um, he was kind of a he was a dark horse and ended up winning it with Miles Martin going down in the semis. So I'd uh, like to see that match there. Miles Martin always had a tough time with Sammy Brooks. Yeah, he um, did. I was to say Miles Martin I always heard, had a hard time wrestling Sammy Brooks, but this is
0: you know quite some years back. You know. Yeah. This was this was a couple of years ago. This is that def- this is also a different style of wrestling. So um I- I'm excited to see how, how, how Miles how Miles does at this international level. Um you know, at this tournament uh this big tournament. And um yeah, I mean um I think I think Darren wins places the highest out of these four. Uh he's Maybe. just he's so sad. He's just, he's, a he's a beast. He's a beast, he's a vet. Um He's 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 knocking at the door right now to, to be to be that, that world team member, that Olympic team member. Um, I think he's gonna have a great weekend. I think he'll be the highest placer out of the four. Uh who I'm rooting for? You guys already know. Uh, I'm rooting for Mimar. I'm rooting for Mimar to, to get the dub, but I, I think realistically that he's not uh there yet, quite yet. Um,
1: what yeah. do you think? Yeah, I mean I agree with that. I mean like I said, I think Miles Martin beats Foster. I think Sammy Brooks still has the edge. He just, it's that mental warfare where he has the edge over Miles Martin, and then I think Miles Martin could give Deringer his toughest match. Yeah, with Derringer coming up from seventy four kilograms, uh, testing the waters out at eighty six. Yeah, um, right, right. That actually, you know, the style matchups
0: between the two. Um, I, I'm intrigued. I'm, I'm very intrigued to see these two get after it. And, and, um, and see, yeah.
1: Wow. That's a great point. So I think Just, depending on the seedings, that, that's really going to play a factor of who's on which side of the bracket. Man,
0: that'll be exciting to see.
1: Uh, so, yeah, I think my pick's Derringer. Uh, I think I'm going to – because, yeah, man, he gave Kyle Dake a tough match. The, the last time that they wrestled, it was, it was close. Dake still pull, was able to pull away. And with Dake and Burrows at 74 kilograms, I think, Daringer's thinking his best option is to go you up gotta against go up. a uh, possibly injured um, David Taylor. Yep.
0: Man, that's going to be the trouser. That's going to be insane. Like, and then. I know we're all in season. I'm sorry I'm going to cut you off, yeah. but, like. Man, when the trials—wait, when the, when the
1: trials come along, it's like two weeks after the national tournament. Yeah, then we then, gotta.
0: Yeah, we gotta have an extra one, like to oh, talk yeah. about the trials because whoo that's about to be fun.
1: Absolutely. Oh, yeah. So then moving on to ninety-seven kilograms, uh, you have Kyle Snyder making his debut with yeah. the Nittany Lions. I'm wrestling. very. I'm a little surprised uh, he's wrestling in this tournament because you don't see any other. Um, who who was the guy at the world team? Yeah. The world team. Um so Kyle Snyder, Derek White moving down from heavyweight from Oklahoma State last year, heavyweight moving down the ninety seven kilograms. Mike McAleveo, uh, North Carolina State guy, and then Kevin National Champ Gadsden.
0: Yeah. So uh, wow. Um I'm going with with, with Snyder.
1: Yeah, I think uh, hands down, I, I, I think Snyder wins his turn of it. But gonna I mean, give him the toughest match or who will be against him in the finals?
0: Um, I'd say Gatson, Kevon Gatson. Um, he's been pushing him for a while now. But Macchiato, Ma- um Machiato. I can't pronounce his name. Fabian. I think it's from from NC State. Um, yeah, I think I think Macviato. He's a uh, he's. I was gonna say Edson. Intriguing because he's uh he's a scramble guy. He can he can he can roll with the best of them, and especially for him being a bigger guy. Uh, he can scramble with the best of them. So I, I think that's an intriguing weight class because uh, Kyle Snyder likes to go with those low level attacks, right?
1: Yeah, um, I think he's gonna be the guy that that's gonna yeah. push him to the brink and give him yeah. his best match.
0: I think that could, I, that could be exciting you know, and um a, and a huge possibility.
1: And then lastly, here at heavyweight. We have Dom Bradley and then Gable Stevenson. He's not able to wrestle for Minnesota, but since this is a uh, senior level tournament, he is able to wrestle and will be competing at heavyweight.
0: Yeah. um, I don't know. Um, I'm excited to to see him out on the mat. Uh, Yeah. Um, Right. I'm not going to even pick amongst the two, I just wanna, you know, just discuss yeah. the fact that I'm excited to see him back out there. Um and you know, hopefully um we can get back out there in uh in the Minnesota England, um, you know you know, throughout the season, get back out there soon. But I'm I'm excited to see to see Gable Stevenson uh, perform, compete. Um he's he's a he's a fan favorite. He's a favorite favorite of mine. I love love watching him wrestle because he's just such a be such a beast. Like, you know, you ever have those guys where like those heavyweights, where it's like, I life think that he is someone who could get drafted into the NFL. Like, <laughs> you know, like, like, dude, he's a beast. You ever see him do like a round off backflip? Yeah. Like, I have man, seen that. Dude's insane. He's a crazy athlete. Like, think of how, like, he'd be a beast on the O line. Crazy footwork, you know. Like, <laughs> is shit. he that big, though? I don't I mean, know. I don't know, know if he's that big, though. I don't know if he if he's that big, but.
1: Oh, how cool would that be, though! He's an athlete, though, no doubt. He
0: is. He is.
1: Any yeah. final thoughts there on the Bill Farrell?
0: Uh, no. Um, other than the fact that I'm just super excited to see uh, a lot of good matches. Yeah, some some good some good wrestling. Because I mean, you those are just um you know American wrestlers who we just talked about. Uh, I mean, then you add on just the international dynamic of it. Also, um, you know, should be really exciting to see.
1: Absolutely. Uh, so next thing we're gonna do here is just kind of go into a just a short preview of what matches are going on this weekend. Um, most most of the ones that we're gonna listen to list here are will be live on Flow, um, so you're able to watch those matches there. And so starting it off, and Josh, feel free to stop me if you want to highlight a, a certain matchup. I'm just gonna kind of run through what do your so, on Friday, we have Oklahoma State versus Drexel, Ryder versus Minnesota, Rutgers versus Fresno State, and then we have Ohio State versus Pittsburgh, which is going to be on the ACC network, or it will also be live on Watch ESPN. That
0: would be sweet. Be able to watch some, some, uh, some wrestling on TV. Uh. Uh, I'm I'm really excited for all for for the uh, upcoming competitions. Of course, I'm excited for these two Buckeyes duels. Uh, That pit, I think the pit duel is going to be pretty fun to watch. Both both of them will be will be you know close, fun fun matches and a lot of great matchups amongst these amongst these um these duels. Um, I think the the Virginia Tech Ohio State. The matchup I'm most excited for, just seeing Ohio Godmich Moore take on Luke Fletcher, another, another exciting 141-pound weight class matchup, I, I think, uh, will come about. Um, I, I think that'll be, that'll be a fun one to watch.
1: Um, yeah, so that, that'll be on Sunday, Ohio State wrestles Virginia Tech. That one will be on Big Ten Network, correct? Yeah,
0: yes, yes. What,
1: do you know what time?
0: Um, noon. That would be on Big, Big Ten Big Ten Network at noon.
1: At noon, um, all right.
0: Yeah, on on Sunday. I think um that that's another good one to watch. It'll be you know right there. I mean, you can watch that right from home. You yeah, the Big Ten wet Network. You'll definitely be able to see that Cavelli Center. Um, that Alex was talking about, and see how nice it is inside there. I know that it'll be another electrifying electrifying match matchup. So.
1: Yeah, and then um, for the Ohio State versus Pittsburgh, we also get to see uh, Quinn Kenner versus Mickey Phillippe, which they wrestled at the Michigan State Open where Quinn was leading going into the, the, the third period there and ended up giving up a, a, a takedown and losing. But I'm excited for, for that match to see again. Also with Ohio State's lineup, according to their, their Twitter where they announced a the probable lineups, not confirmed, just probable. They also had um, Rocky Jordan in, in instead of Caleb Romero at seventy four kilogram or kilograms. Wow, at one hundred seventy four pounds, and then they had Gavin Hoffman in the lineup at one hundred
0: eighty four. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's just That's um. What do you think about that? You know, I, I. Uh... I know Gavin Hoffman is coming off of a great performance, uh, at, uh, he wrestled really well at, 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 at uh, at Cleveland State. Well, not at Cleveland State, actually, uh, Case Western. There was an open, a big open. I was able to see him wrestle a couple, couple good matches. He opened up and scored a lot of points, uh, coming into the season, it seemed as if he was going to be the favorite to possibly start with the 184 pound weight class, uh, and he lost a, a tough, close, very exciting duel meet. I mean, uh, wrestle off with uh, Steiner from, from Norway, um, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, that was a fun, fun matchup. Uh, there was a lot of high level wrestling, a lot of scrambles in that match. So now he gets the nod. It was looking as if he's going to get the nod for his upcoming week- weekend. Well, at least for that pit duel, um, it seems like. And then for the Virginia Tech duel, Steiner. Uh, either either Kaufman or Steiner will get the nod, uh, so that'll be exciting um, to see what, what Ohio State does with the lineups. You
1: know, yeah, uh, they definitely have some options to go right. about. That, that's intriguing. I mean, we'll we'll follow along throughout the season. We'll we'll keep you guys informed. But I think for both those weight classes, it can go either way. Yeah, there's there's I mean there's high level guys.
0: Uh, you know, two two high level guys in both of those weight class classes, and um, to be honest with you, I
1: that's
0: that's a good problem to have. <laughs>
1: yeah, absolutely, and they're yeah. all young too. They're not like a senior. Yeah, person, right, freshman. right. They're both right. freshmen. They're both or freshman sophomore. Um, they're young.
0: Now, is that a good problem? Now, you with you saying that you know with the being young, you also have to ask yourself: Is that a good problem to have? If if you can't spread those guys out. You know, it may happen to start losing those guys out of schools. Hopefully it doesn't happen. But always gotta play out the possibilities or whatever.
1: So Right. I mean, I think that just shows how good, good Ohio off- recruiting yeah. has been. Right. And right. It's not like they have any huge holes in the lineup, maybe one fifty seven right now. Um, but they just got that that commit. I don't know how to say his last name. I'm not gonna even I usually just give it a whirl, I'm not even gonna try with his um, <laughs> Are you uh, well, you got Jaden Maddox, you got Keyshawn Hayes, and you got the new signed recruit that uh, they'll be enrolling in January. If he'll wrestle the second half of the season or not, we'll don't know. I'm personally expecting Keyshawn Hayes to move up to 57.
0: Yeah, I um, that's what I, I was thinking as well. Um, he did then things didn't work out for him at the Michigan State Open, he wasn't able to win it. I think uh Sammy Sass solidified that 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 starting role at the 149 pound weight class. And I think it'd be I, that's why I think I think they'll they'll feel uh uh they'll put put him in there. Um it's and I think he'll do a great job at that at that 150 fifty seven pound weight class. Uh you were uh, referring to uh Anthony Etchman Dia,
1: Yeah Etchmandia. Um
0: he uh <laughs> he uh you know great crazy, crazy story uh with him, you know, just the background with him being from originally from Cuba and moving uh, to Arizona, living there for about a year or so, winning the state title. and then uh um, you know, he was supposedly going to Iowa State and then he just really blew up that summer. Um, you know, this previous summer, uh winning Fargo, uh coming out of nowhere. You know, it was kinda like, yo, who's this guy? type of ordeal. And I mean he took out a, a tough uh Vic Vonovich in the finals. Um if I'm not mistaken he won Greco Roman as well. Uh, I think he's a double champ. Don't, don't, don't quote uh, me on that. I'm pretty sure he's a double champ. I know he definitely won freestyle, um, the freestyle championship. And then uh, you fast forward about like a couple weeks to a month later, he wrestles again in the who's number one or a couple months later, actually he wrestles again in who's number one. Um, and same thing wrestles in the freestyle um, style. Uh, he chooses to wrestle freestyle um, because the way they did the who's number one is uh Come this year is that come the high school dual me to figure out who's number one, um, to give a little explanation of what it is. It's just quick dual me, it's really fun to watch. Uh, ran by flow wrestling this year was at the previous year, has been at uh Lehigh, um, this year, uh, it was at Iowa. But, anyways, the way they did it was the number one ranked wrestler, I'm pretty sure, was able to choose if he wanted to wrestle freestyle or wanted to wrestle folk style, and um. Esmondia was the he he was the number one ranked wrestler. He had the choice and he chose freestyle. And then I get to wonder I watched this kid wrestle a lot of freestyle matches and I wonder he's from Cuba. How much folk style um competition has he gotten? You know? Has he gotten a, enough high-level folk style competition to be able to get out from a, a tough a tough guy, like hypothetically let's say uh what fifty seven weight class he was a tough tough guy, tough opponent on top, you know, off the top of the head. I mean, he was a kid from North North N T State. Um head Yes, you know. He's really it's a P P A he's really tough on top, PA guy. You know, picture picture you know, picture him getting up, you know, being underneath here, you know, with, with him, you know. I, I I get to wonder how developed is he uh, on the mat. You all, yeah. you know, you gotta you all, you have to ask that question, you know so. I think
1: time time will tell. I mean right. You're at Ohio State. You're working with some of the best coaches, and um maybe they they, they throw him in. maybe they they redshirt him or or what, but I think um you know Tom Ryan, he's gonna do what's best for the team and what's best for him at the moment. He, oh, yeah, he's gonna absolutely. think big picture,
0: yeah, either way, i'm I'm super excited for you know not only him, super excited for the Buckeyes. Uh, you know, it's a big get right there. It's a t- talented, high-level guy. Clearly a talented, high-level guy. Big, big-time recruit. Uh, I mean, people talking about him possibly being on the fill in the lineup as he, you know, after him enrolling in January, how talented this guy has looked. So, uh, you know, sky's the limit for not only him, but for the Buckeyes as well uh, with them coming in to, to, uh, to compete with them. Yeah, that's,
1: that's great insight. Uh, well, a lot of Ohio State here, there. Um, so we'll go, we'll keep moving on. On this upcoming Saturday, you have Oklahoma and Michigan State at Kent State. Uh, so a will try meet there. Oklahoma, man, they got a tough schedule. They, they're really, um, oh, yeah, they, they've been in Michigan, they've been uh, here in Ohio at Kent State, wherever the journeyman was. They're, they're traveling around a yeah. lot, yeah.
0: Lose, lose makers. Luz, I mean, lose Ellie is a great, great coach, great um,
1: coach, great person. Uh,
0: yeah, I um I mean it was really unfortunate to see him uh leave the buckeyes but you know also you know very fortunate uh, for him to, yes yes to get uh to get a big to big get a big head coaching job at uh, Oklahoma and I tell you what he's bringing in some some great guys he's brought in a couple Ohio studs like Dom Demas and um I think he's doing a good job with that program especially with like you said you see the schedule um, they're getting around the the wrestling they they're going all over wrestling gets guys from all over getting and being able to see different type of a uh, high level competition i think that really helps uh, helps you out in the long run especially if you, Absolutely. if you can load up load up early in those tournaments uh you know load up early with the high level tournaments high level matches early on in the season um and then just kind of you know smooth it out as the season goes on i think in my opinion that is a uh, uh, a great blueprint to uh to uh to 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 having a being able to peak at the right you know peak at the right time uh you know you know to have you wrestling at your best um and ready to wrestle against a high level competition at the end of the year so I think you know Lou's doing a good job that's I just went on on a whole spinoff about just Oklahoma schedule but still you know like it's it's pretty exciting to see yeah uh
1: and then so moving on on Sunday you have the Black Night. Invite so this is where uh, teams only send uh, starters to. At this tournament, we see Penn State, Army, Bloomsburg, Central Michigan, Hofstra, Indiana, Maryland, Michigan. Uh, and, and once again, this is an individual tournament, so no red shirts there. Um, next up, we have Chattanooga, that'll versus be a big tournament. Iowa. Chattanooga oh. versus Iowa.
0: Oh. Chattanooga versus Iowa. How? Tell you what, I'm excited. I, so I, I wanted uh, Iowa. I'm I'm pretty excited to uh, to to see Iowa's lineup. I mean, to, to see them compete this year. Um, their lineup. Um, i I phew, sky's the limit for them too. They're 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 going to have a great year um, on paper. Like I said, on paper, they have a lot of studs, a lot of high level wrestlers. Um, I'm intrigued to see what they do at the 133 pound weight class. Uh, you have. A big name, a big a, ba- a big name recruit or a big name transfer coming over from Penn State um, to 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 Iowa. Um, and uh, shoot, what's what's yeah, I'm drawing a blank Gavin, right Gavin
1: now. Tesdale. Oh yeah, Teasdale Gavin, Gavin Teasdale And yeah. so with that, the, the the I mean, the big question is, they're all the same weight class, you right? So um, there's there's like three three guys that are listed, you know, for and in the potential lineup
0: uh, for for this. For this weekend, you know, at, at one thirty-three, who could who could fill in between him, uh, between between Teasdale, Desanto, and I don't know, I I'm, I couldn't even tell you the, the third guy. I couldn't tell you the third guy. Too they, they So
1: a point here with this is that they all came from high school and they were recruited All three of them were recruited to the wrestle one twenty-five, right? Uh, Spencer Lee obviously were two-time national champion. Twenty-five is his weight class. You saw Desanto. Move up from one twenty five his freshman year to one thirty three last year his sophomore year, and then with adding in Gavin Tezdale in there as well.
0: Tezdale, yeah,
1: who's a one twenty five pounder, but bumping up. I think I I don't know what they're going to do with that. There's a yeah. lot of light guys. Lot, yeah, he's got a lot. Way. They well, not
0: he. I'm sorry. I will. They have a lot of uh, flexibility uh, with those light guys. So. Uh no telling. Just, that's another another exciting
1: yeah.
0: Another exciting exciting uh, you know, team I'm I'm looking forward to, to seeing, especially once the duel me season starts. That's I can't wait to start just talking about just individual duel meets like yeah. You know, like uh like Ohio State, Penn State and you know, just, just a different different uh just duel meets in you know in the near future. So
1: Yeah, and so Iowa is definitely a team to watch throughout the year. Right. And then the last matchup, uh, Northern Iowa versus Northwestern. Um, they wrestle on Sunday and then ending it with Ohio State, Virginia Tech. Again, on Big Ten Network at noon, uh, Ohio state Scott Pittsburgh Friday. Watch ESPN. I think it's at 7 p.m. Uh, and then Sunday at noon, they wrestle Virginia Tech on Big, Big Ten Network. Oh, the, yeah. Brown, the Browns don't play. Um, so you can totally fill that time in with Ohio State.
0: Yeah, check it out.
1: Yeah, you might as well check them out. You know,
0: the Brown's not on there. It'll be on Thursday. So uh, why not? Why not check out the Buckeyes, support them, be able to sit, sit from your couch and watch them, watch them live at that nice Cavelli Center. So.
1: so that's it for this episode. We really appreciate you giving us a listen on the King of the Map podcast.
0: Oh, yeah. Hey, don't forget to give us a follow on Twitter at king of the map pc. We're still doing that. We're still planning to do that. Uh drawing a uh, giving giving a free pair of wrestling shoes to a lucky follower after our first 100 followers. So give us that follow on Twitter at king of the map pc.